Hello, this is Greg speaking. Hello, Greg, it's Rhett speaking. How are you? Oh, good. Hello, I remembered. How well, are you? I'm, I'm doing well. I'll press record on our little chat, so thank you. Um, okay. Greg Hollick, it's lovely to speak to you. How are you? Well, thank you. By the way, uh, people have always, they've messaged me now and then saying, whatever happened to Greg Hollick, who played who, for Richmond? Who do that? <laughs> A couple of people on Twitter, would you believe? No oh, goodness. Okay. They, 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 were, I'm, I'm, they remember I'm, your name. I'm they not, wonder whatever I'm happened not, to you. I'm, I'm not on social media, so that surprises me even more. Yes. <laughs> well, they were um, old-time Richmond supporters. Well, not 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 old old, but old-time Richmond supporters <laughs> who who, you remember, who remember you because you played with Richmond at a time when the club was really at its peak, weren't you? In the early seventies. Yes, they yes they were. They were yeah they were fairly consistent finals contenders and uh, had some terrific players. In fact, I was pretty lucky to get a game. I figured. <laughs> To be honest. For those who didn't see you play, Greg, what position did you play for Richmond? I think everyone that starts off as a young fella starts at the halfback flank, don't they? And, uh, <laughs> and unless you're six foot six, uh, so that's what I did. And then, um, then, then, then there was there was I was playing in an era when this strange position called ruck rovers evolved and um, and so I guess they call them midfielders today and there's dozens of them but in our day there was one player that sort of was a, a ruck rover he wasn't a ruckman and he wasn't a rover he sort of fitted somewhere in the middle um, so they called them ruck rovers I don't know I don't know when the name changed to midfielders but that's that's where I played yeah so who were you, who were you ruck roving to in a sense Oh heck! Um, who was I ruck roving to? Well, your dad, of course. Of course. Your dad yeah. was was uh, was a rover part of the ruck rover thing. The ruckman, um, uh, uh, Mike Green, I think, is, is a name that rings yeah, a bell. Mike be, Green yeah. uh, and a guy, a guy called um, who just passed away sadly recently. Uh, Whale Whale Roberts yeah. um, uh, was was playing in those days as well. Yeah, so um, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, an interesting and a Craig McKellar. Do you remember the? Oh, do you, you I do remember know a guy the name, called Craig? Yeah. Craig I've met him a couple you know, of times. Craig yeah. McKellar. Yep. Yes. Okay. And uh, Craig was playing in in those days as well. And uh, and Ray Ray Boynch and Neil Barn and Neil and I were mates in those days because we went to the same school and blah blah blah. We're about the same age. So Barmy, I played all my footy with Neil with Neil Barn. Yeah. Well, has a Neil kicked on? Yes, yes. Well, he's back in the club, of course, as you <laughs> obviously know. The world's greatest football manager is how my dad calls him. Yeah, that's, it. that's right. Is that is that right? Okay. Well, he's a football person and always has been. And I caught up with him a couple of weeks ago when he was over here with uh, with, with the Richmond boys. But um, yeah. but uh, we caught up for a, a brief a brief moment or two after the game, which was nice. Uh, uh, yeah, and he's uh, yeah he's been a football guy. I mean, football's been his life, hasn't it? Oh, it has, and and you. Am I right to say that you came to Richmond because you were in their zone? Would that be right? Yes, I lived in the Boulder High which is about ten or fifteen kilometres outside Mildura. Yes, so Mildura was in the Mildura was in the um, the Richmond zone. They called it in those days, yeah. from memory. That's right. And I think Alan Alan Swab was in charge of proceedings. Any, he was the secretary manager or whatever yeah. they called them in those days, or got involved in recruiting and. Um, 
Yes, he, he, he yes, he was uh, uh, significantly involved in uh, in getting me down to uh, to Richmond from the bush. Yep. Yeah, because Rimpel was in the what they called the Sunraysia League area, wasn't it? Sun Sunray, that's right, the Sunraysia League. Yeah. Red, yep, yep, you've and got so, you've got a good memory. Yeah, or done your homework. <laughs> in in sixty seven, at the end of sixty seven, sort of they did the zoning and and Sunraysia came under yes. Richmond. And um, correct. How lucky are we? And uh, were you a Richmond supporter, bud? Uh, no, I don't think I was. Um, I was a Collingwood. Wasn't everyone a Collingwood supporter in those days? <laughs> if I didn't play for another. Um, I was a Collingwood supporter, and I'm not quite sure why. But <laughs> oh, you just ruined the interview now, God! I, I have. I've stuffed that up, haven't I? Yes. Supporter. Great oh, I think. Well, I think. Yeah, I, I, I guess I was, and a lot of, a lot of country folk will certainly. In, Collingwood supporters, like maybe get that's where they've got their fan base from those days. I don't know, but uh, yeah, no, I was a Collingwood supporter, I guess. Yeah, but, so uh, Richmond, Richmond were very good to me in those early days, so that's was fine. So did did Alan Swab sort of did he see you play one day? Did they have a recruit out, or did he was your name just yeah? Mentioned? No, do you know the sort of the connection? I'm, no, no, I'm not, I'm not. But I got a feeling in those days they had these things called scouts. Oh, you, yes. Have you heard of that? Yes. They had footy, they had scouts, and I don't think I don't think they're on the payroll or anything no. like that. But they they'd give feedback to the That's administration right. and and the and the and the and the, and the um, coaches and so forth yeah. of the day, and uh, and then uh, I think they relied on. on on their scouts to uh, to give them the feedback. I, I, I'm not sure how it worked, but uh, things moved pretty quickly when they you know, when they got wind of a, you know a, a young bloke in the country that could play a bit. So things moved pretty quickly from from that point on. They, they were quite efficient, as a matter of fact. So um, yeah, it was an interesting time. Well, I must say, you, you must have been a pretty good junior player then. Okay, I, I was okay. I guess. I mean, country footy it's always hard to get a line through country footy and what you're going to get into in the big smoke, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I sort of, I, I, I could go okay to young fellow, I suppose. Well, they, they wouldn't have bothered with me otherwise. <laughs> so did you? Because actually, they, yeah, go on. They, they, they actually, they actually recruited me when I'd, I'd missed a whole year of footy because I'd broken my hand in the second game. I'd broken a, a, a thing they call a scaphoid bone in your thumb, and I didn't play as a seventeen-year-old. So uh, I, I went to Richmond as a, as an eighteen-year-old. Yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe, maybe they thought I could play a bit. Was that injury when you were in the Sunrise League? Yes. Yes, yes. I was playing senior footy, yes, in the Sunrise League. And had they already sort of, you know, spotted you and thought you're coming with us and then you've injured yourself? Is that what happened? Yeah, I think it, yeah, I yeah. Think, I think it was and I thought it might have been, I, I, I guess if, if you were thinking about it today, you'd yeah. think your time might have, you might yeah. have missed the, the chance, the, the might have, opportunity might have passed by, but they persisted, which was... Good of them, I guess. Yeah. Did, that, did, yeah. that, did that injury um, hamper you at all during your career? No, no, no. But it was in those days. I didn't know how to fix them. Like mm. a lot of things, they couldn't fix in those days. It took it took a year in plaster just about to, wow. you know, get to get the bones to knit because they didn't know how to. They didn't put pins and you know they didn't have the. I don't think they had the technology or the science to to fix that. It was a tricky bone, and um, yeah, they, they, the only way they could do was immobilise it and. The only way they could demobilise it was put it in plaster. So mm. you can play footy with a plaster cast on your hand. So I missed a year, or, or nine or twenty games. Yeah. And you came to Richmond midway during the nineteen seventy season. You sort of debuted against Carlton, and you played a handful of games that year. Did you? How yes. did you find senior football in the uh, big smoke? I thought it'd be uh, fairly straightforward experience, but it 
became quite daunting and I was pretty nervous on the first day I run out there. Yeah. <laughs> Very nervous. Did, yeah, you, have, did you have to move down to Richmond to live? Yes, I did, and uh, that that was a story in itself oh. because they uh, in those days they'd uh, they'd find a a family <laughs> yes. that uh, it was called you were billeted out, um, and the the family were traditionally um, either Richmond supporters or yes. supporter base, or they wanted a little income <laughs> because uh, in those days they the uh, the club paid the, the family to to, uh, to look after me yeah so um, they basically paid my board and board and lodgings and uh, that was a you know that was to be a, a year on thing and uh, in the end I didn't move I stayed with them the whole time I was at Richmond three and a half years I was with the same family they were magnificent people do you remember the address uh, Greg yes I do well I don't know precisely but I think it was well I know it was Brougham Street. Q, yeah. and I think it was one. I think it was one thirty-one, but don't hold me to that. No but I lived in Brom, Brom. I lived in Brom Street, Q for um, for three and a half years with this and, with this family who were terrific to me. And can I ask what the family's name was? Do you remember? Williamson. Williamson. So did they have a connection with the club itself? Do you recall? No. Okay, just Richmond supporters. No. <laughs> just happy to have the money. <laughs> the, the yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> I love that. That's great. The yes, that's a, I can tell. I could. I could write a half a book about the family. They were terrific <laughs> people. <laughs> so, for those listening to this conversation later on, you you played with Richmond from 1970 to 72, which was 38 games and 19 yep. goals. And I want to just touch on two things in your career, if, if you don't mind. Okay. 1971. I mean, what a great year for you. You've played pretty much a significant part of that season, and the club's gone all the way to the preliminary final, then lost to St Kilda. Yes. I mean, was that was there an expectation that Richmond were maybe going to make the grand final at least? I don't know, and I only know what you just said is true because I looked it up because I knew I was having this interview because <laughs> I hadn't, I didn't know who beat us in the preliminary final. In fact, I'd forgotten. In fact, I'd forgotten a lot about what happened back in the seventies <laughs> until I looked out, it up in you? the book. <laughs> out, I found the book. Yeah, yeah, I'd blocked it out. But yeah, you're right. I did play most. Yeah, I think I played all the games in '71, and we got beaten by St Kilda because that's what the book. I read said. <laughs> yeah. well, and your coach yeah. is Tommy Hafey. So tell me, what would influence yes. did he have on you? Tommy, Tommy was my coach for the whole journey, um, mm. and you know, coached a lot of people, a lot more games than me, of course. Uh, mm. But he was there for the entire time. Um, um, I, Tom, Tom was an interesting character. He, he wasn't, a, you know, he, in those days there were a lot of coaches that had been great players and Tom wasn't of course he was a little back pocket player but he sort of changed the game a bit and you probably know this and most of most of the people that are going to hear this podcast probably know that um you know Tommy did make significant changes and you know with, with a bit of handball and, and kicking the ball long and that you know, he had a pretty good side, of course, but I'm sure he, he was part of moulding that. And, uh, you know, we, we, we were just a pretty good side and Tommy was the right person at the right time and pretty dedicated fellow, as you probably know, and I'm sure you've talked to your dad about him and know you know, yeah. more about him than, yeah. than I do. But he was, um, he, was, he was a tough little fella. He wasn't, yeah. he wasn't. He was he was a it was a a player's coach, but he was also pretty hard, and I think we trained a bit harder than the other mob. Maybe that's one of the reasons we were successful. I think we might have been a tad fitter than some of the other sides. He made us work pretty hard, particularly pre-season. I was going to ask if if you were the sort of player who was into your fitness as well. You know, Tommy was a fitness no, fanatic. No, no, no. Tom and I didn't. We weren't on the same page. No. Yeah. 
no, no, we won't. No, no, mm. no. That no, that, that that's that's another story, probably for another day. But no, no. Okay. But um, but we became pretty good friends, and we kept in touch as Tommy oh. did with most of the players that he coached. He was very good at that. Um, yeah. uh, and uh, we 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 became good good friends, yeah. <laughs> despite the fact that we weren't on the same page as footballers. I guess I wasn't quite as dedicated as uh, yeah, Tommy okay. would have liked yeah. me to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if I can move on to 1972, um, yes. I'm not too sure, I've never spoken to you about 1972, but I, I'm fascinated and I don't know what you want to say about it, but I look at your stats and I see that certainly in the last, you've played, uh, you know, played, let's say, 14 games that season, and right at the yes. end, you've got a qualifying final against Collingwood, which you're playing. Yes. Richmond yes. then draw to Carlton, of all people, in the semi-final at Waverley Park. Correct. They play the next week, and we defeat Carlton in yes. the replay. And Correct. I'm of the impression that you are picked, you're ready to play for the grand final yes. in 1972. Is that correct? Correct. I've heard two different reasons. I've heard national service or that you were ill yes. is the reason why you didn't play in the grand final. Are you comfortable in telling me what the answer was? Yes, it's a bit of both. Uh, the reason I only played 14 games, perhaps, um, assuming they were the first 14 games, was because I was called up in national service, as a lot of Richmond players were. You might have yeah. recalled that Royce and Kevin, Royce Hart, Kevin yeah. Sheedy and um, Lloyd French, they were, yeah, you know, and there were quite a few Richmond players that were called up. Well, I was, um, yeah, my number came out, unfortunately, or fortunately. I actually enjoyed my time in national service, but um, mm. I missed a bit of footy as a result because you weren't allowed to play while you were doing your basic training in the in the army. I was in the army, mm -hmm. so yes, I so I missed I missed four or five games as a result of being in national service. Mm -hmm. And uh, in those days, um, oh, we had we had someone. There was a major in the in the there was a major in the army that was part of had a bit of a say in at, at Richmond and. Well, he had more of a say in the army, I suspect, because he organised me to be able to get down and train on Wednesdays uh -huh. once the basic training stuff was finished. And uh, it, it they, the army let me stay um, and play on Saturdays and then get back on the train and join the, the army corps on Monday. So we Gee. did that during that final series. But I got the flu. Um, I got the flu. If, the, if we hadn't had that draw, Rhett, yep. against Carlton, the game would have been played a week before because in those days, mm -hmm. um, when you had a draw, you played the following week. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't have yep. five minutes each way. Or, so we played the following week against the Carlton and beat them, as you just said. Yeah. But that pushed the final out to the 7th of October. Yes. The following week, not it wasn't the last Saturday in September, and that was my birthday, my twenty-first birthday. But I had the flu, and I'd been ruled out by the doctor on the Wednesday night at training. I couldn't train, but I could have played on the Saturday, as it turns out. I don't know how well I would have played, but but but, but I was ruled out on the Wednesday, uh, oh. so I didn't get a chance to play. So uh, I sat in the stands on my twenty-first birthday and watched us get hammered by Carlton. So the answer to the trivia question is why Greg didn't play in the 1972 Grand Final. The actual answer is the flu. Flu, flu, yeah. It wasn't, yeah. you weren't called away on national service for that week or anything like that? No, no, okay. I was in the army, but, they, but, I'd, got, but I'd got time off. We, we, as I said, we had someone, knew someone and, yeah. uh, in high places, and, uh, and we got, we, we, I got special leave to, to play. No, that, that wasn't yeah. an issue. The issue was I was crook. And you're watching the game where Richmond kicked 22-18, 150 points and lose 
at grand final. Lose by a, lose, lose by a lot. Lose by <laughs> 27 <laughs> points still. <laughs> yes, that's right. Hard to believe, isn't it? Did you I don't know. It might, I think it might be still the highest scoring yeah. grand final. I might be it wrong is. there. But it's still the highest losing grand final score too, yeah. Absolutely. It is the highest losing grand final score. Okay, there you go. Did you sit there thinking to yourself, what if? Or did you think, oh, my time will come again? Or were you ambivalent about it? Did it affect you, that the fact that you weren't playing on grand final day? No, it does a bit more now. didn't affect me at all then. Yeah. But it does It does a bit now. You wholly get the more important these the past becomes, I think, don't it, with your kids yeah. and things. But uh, no, um, no, it, uh, no, it washed over me a bit at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, it did. Yeah, it, it shouldn't have, I suppose, but it did. But it's, uh, it's still a tale that gets told these days, even <laughs> to today. <laughs> now, I know you've got a duck away in a moment, so I'll just ask a couple of quick more yes. questions. You said that you enjoyed national service. Um, where, where, did, where was your national service training? Where, where, were you, where did you have to go to? Okay, right. And you, you enjoyed your time there? No, but, well, I did, but I'd rather have been playing footy. I didn't necessarily want to be in the army, but yeah. when, you have, when you haven't got a choice, you may yeah. as well make the most of it. And I decided I'd, have, I'd embrace it and have a crack, and I and did, and I enjoyed it and made some good friends. And I mean, I was only in the army. The, you, might, you might not realise, Brett, that the, the intake, the, uh, the, the national service intake that I was in was the third intake of 1972, was the last intake before the... Government changed, and the Labor Party got in, and I and and they banned, mm. they disbanded the right. uh, the National Service. So yeah. I'd only done seven months. I'd only done seven months in the army, not the full, not the full eighteen months as it was then. It used to be two years, yeah. but it became eighteen months. And then then uh, Gough Whitlam won the election mm. in seventy two, if you recall, and uh, and uh, and I got out of the army that the following January. So I'd only done seven months in the army. Can I ask a question? But I, Sorry, I enjoy it. No, no, yeah. Uh, were you opposed personally to conscription? No. Okay. I just didn't want to be in the army at that time because it buggered up my life a bit. Well, I thought it would, but as it turned out, it taught yep. me a lot more about life and I learned some good lessons as a result of being in the army. It was good for me. And, I liked it. And did you, how did your family, how did your parents take the fact that you had been conscripted? Um, I'm not sure. It's a good question. No one's ever asked me that before. Um, I think they were quite ambivalent, and they figured mm. that I should do my duty. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I, yeah. They, they weren't objectionable about it or no, protested. No, no, yeah. no. I think no. No, the reason no, I ask that no. is I, I interviewed Malcolm Greenslade, and his yes, and his parents were, you know, him and his family were, you know, pretty distraught over the fact that you know were they they, they were conscripted. Okay. So uh, I think it affects obviously each family differently in, in particular ways. Um, yes, no, 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 Malcolm, of course, but no, no, um, uh, yeah, okay, no, so, my family, no, no, my, we, well, my family definitely took it on the chin as far as we yeah. didn't really talk much about it, except we were, I do recall my mum and dad came down to that 72 grand final that I didn't play in and we had, uh, I can remember having dinner together with them the night before, <laughs> but, uh, oh. but, uh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yes, uh, yeah. um, yeah, they they went to Melbourne to, to watch the game, but uh, I wasn't playing. But yeah, no, no, they were good. They they took it on the chin. Yep. Well, uh, just one or two questions, and I'll wrap it up. Uh, your last game, okay. therefore, with Richmond was the replay of the semi final with Carlton. Um, in, uh, in nineteen seventy two. No, I 
I honestly, you've got me there, and you should know more than about this than I do because you work in the area. But I thought I played a couple of games in '73. I moved to I moved to West Adelaide in in Adelaide, where I'm where I'm where I'm back in Adelaide now, yeah. as a result of Richmond wanting a player from South Australia called Glenn Hewitt. Oh, that's why, who was right? Leighton yeah. Hewitt's Leighton Hewitt's dad, yeah, uh, the tennis player, and I was part of that swap. So I came to West Adelaide, and Glenn went to Richmond mm. as a part of a swap. Yeah. yeah. Well, yep. so, yeah, that's to, why I moved to Adelaide. To fill in those gaps very quickly for you, in 73, you actually played some reserve games with Richmond. Did I? Right, okay. And Good. I don't know if you remember this, it looks as though you might have actually been signed by Melbourne at one point. Yes, I was, but they were asking... They were asking for a very, very good... Richmond were asking for a very, very good player from Melbourne in return for me, and I wasn't quite in the same class, and they couldn't get the deal done. Right, I see. There is... There's an article in The Age, which I found, which had the headline, Hollick says, don't pick me, where you tell the Richmond Football Club, don't pick me in the team. I'm not too sure why that is. I'm not too sure if it was an exaggerated story, but... It sounds like that's you fa- you seem to be. That's a fa- Sorry, that's a fallacy. Okay. That's a fallacy. Yeah, yeah I was going to say it that seems, didn't happen. Yeah, it seems as though but, you're but, in the but, middle but, of a bit of a tug of war. Yes, no, no, no. You, you're absolutely correct. I was, I, I'd, I'd already talked to a couple of clubs, I think, from memory, and I was, I was, for one reason or another, which we won't go into tonight. I was on the way out at Richmond, and the writing was on the wall. There's no doubt about that, but. Um, I didn't say anything. The, the, the not don't pick me business. I yeah. I don't think that ever that didn't happen. Not that it was a big deal in those days, but um, it didn't. It just I think it was a headline of some sort. Well, well, you've you've left me with some tantalising thoughts for our next chat one day, if that ever shall happen. Um, sure. But Thanks. I'll just say on behalf of Richmond supporters, can I thank you for your three years at Richmond? Uh, much appreciated <laughs> okay. for that. And, yeah, good. Um, thanks. We're, we're grateful that you you, you joined uh, the Mighty Tigers, and you and you're a tiger for life, really. And you still you still follow the Tigers in a sense. Yeah, in a sense, yes, I do. I, I've been I didn't for a long time because I lived in Perth for 25 years, so it's a long way away. But uh, <laughs> I've, I've been to the odd reunion, and as I, said, I keep in touch with people like Neil Baum, and um, and uh, there's a there's a strange and unusual link between uh, yourself and your dad, and. Uh, and myself and um, another Richmond player of the same era called Mike Bowden. I don't know if you've, you know or I have, have spoken Mike. to yes. Mike Bowden. <laughs> yes, well, your, your, your dad and Mike Bowden and me yes. all had sons named Rhett, <laughs> which was unusual back in 1970 or whenever it was we yes. had, had our kids, or it was probably later. So I was named before. after Gone With The Wind. I don't know what Rhett, who Rhett Bowden was named after. So who was Rhett Hollick named after? No, I don't know who Rhett Bowden was named after, but he was a, but he taught my lad in Perth Didn't at really? Wesley College. At Wesley College. It's a small yes, world. Believe it or not. So I think that means Mike must be eight or ten years older than me, and that's probably yeah. right because my lad's only 36 or seven. So uh, my lad was named after a, a Brisbane jockey. Oh, right. Called Rhett, called Rhett Ballett. That was a long time ago. I long, thought maybe you had named him after me, Greg. I thought, I thought perhaps no. <laughs> you liked the name. You no, thought I'll run with that. No, no, no. That was many years later that I realised that Kevin, my old teammate, had a lad named Rhett. That is very that's rare. Not, 
that's quite a that's quite a coincidence. Goodness. Well, it's been it's yes. been a pleasure to speak to you. I'll, I'll let you go and have your your, your dinner, and um, we might liaise again at some point. I'll reach out to you again, maybe. Thanks for your interest, and thanks for your time, Red. And, and again, say good day to Dad.